This is Dr. Marilyn Scott with Healthy Living with Marilyn. I'm so glad you all are here. Thank you so much for joining me. We are global today. My guest is from Toronto, Canada. I live in the United States, right outside of Richmond, Virginia. And her name is, and I hope I get this right, Irenia Horachevia. Is that close? Excellent. Thank you, Oh, Marilyn. really? Thank you. You're welcome. Been practicing that, Irenia. <laughs> so we've met on LinkedIn. A lot of the people that are you'll find on my show will be from LinkedIn because that's the only social media I'm on. Um, some of my friends on LinkedIn are also on Telegram. I'm also on Telegram. So if you want to connect with me there or connect with me on LinkedIn, please do. I am not on any of the other social media. I did all of them a favor and deleted them, particularly because I am a naturopathic doctor and I basically have a bullseye on my back, so I saved them the trouble of deleting me and censoring my posts. So I can ju- I can pretty much say what I want in with some restraints on LinkedIn. But on this show, I can say what I want. Because my producer, Cleveland Rhodes, does not censor me. Now, I'm not going to say stupid things, and I'm not going to cuss or anything like that. But I will, at times, talk to people about COVID, how to take care of yourself, how to take care of yourself if you don't have it, which is important. Because it's true, right? So it's time for people to start taking care of themselves If you haven't started to get prepared for what's going to happen this winter, they're talking about the deep, dark winter, um, start preparing. It's not too late, but it might be too late if you wait too long. Don't procrastinate. We all have the same 24 hours. What are you doing with yours, right? Exactly. So I met met Irenia on, on, not Facebook, on LinkedIn. Um. We've managed to get a great relationship going. She is also a member of a LinkedIn group I'm in with Don Cohen called the Advanced LinkedIn Collaboration Group. And it's a group of people who are really into working LinkedIn because when this whole pandemic started, my, my business at the time shut down. I was teaching people breath work so they could deal with their anxiety, their stress, and their fear, which is what you're helping with, right? You're helping women with anxiety, stress, and fear. So I was doing that, and I was traveling around this area uh, at health food stores and studios, and then all of a sudden, boop, it all went down. That's right. 72 hours, closed down the world. Pretty amazing. It was control. So... We are here to help get you rocking and rolling, and I'm so glad that Irenia is with me today because she is going to talk about what she does to help women. So thank you, Irenia, for being with me today. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for giving me some of your precious time, Marilyn. 
Yeah, I'm glad we connected for sure. I am too. I really am. So, so tell people what you do. What do you really do? So this year, 2021, I finally committed to the life coaching. So mm-hmm. I'm no longer working the nine to five and and putting all my time into the life coaching and specifically coaching women. Um, and my specialty, if you want to call it, or my heart is into helping with anxiety and stress and overwhelming pressure we have as women, especially now in this time and day and age, dealing with children and COVID and work and all of those things. And um, it is something that is helping me to live as you know, as the life coaching business, but it is also a passion and I do a lot of um, work just to help others without any monetary uh, involvements, just to help them, to elevate them, to give them a power back that they do have a power to help themselves. You know, it's all in the, I know it's, it's a cliche. It's all in the mind. (laughs) Well, it is some, you know, um, if we want to change, we have to make that decision ourselves. Nobody can change. Nobody can tell us you got to change. You got to do this. It's, it's, a decision that we make. It's an internal decision. Do you want to have a great day? Do you want to be happy? Do you want to stay motivated? Do you want to be successful? Or do you want to feel sorry for yourself and have a pity party and act like a victim? That's right. That's not my cup of tea. Um, The last time I had a pity party, it lasts about two seconds, and it was several years ago when I got my Medicare card. I didn't have a choice. The government sent it to me anyhow, you know. <laughs> so, and my husband says, that's all, two seconds? It's like, yeah, I don't have time for a pity party. <laughs> so, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's true. That's true. You can make people change unless they really want to. Like, they can say yes, yes, but if there is no deep down decision, it's not going to go. Right. Well. If they're not willing to comply, you can't, you can't do it. So, um you used to have a job, a job, right? So what did you yes, do? I do? What did you do in your job that you had before you started doing life coaching? Well, I I really liked my my work, my previous um, employment in regards that I always work with people. I really love um, you know helping people and emotionally. Like I worked with um, seniors with Alzheimer's, so I, I supported their families a lot through the process it's hard to lose somebody to alzheimer's and i say lose because you do lose them you do like even though they're physically here and i did a lot of coaching for my staff and i um i really got to like it but because you have an employer you can't do as you're saying on your radio you can do whatever you (laughs) you can but if you're working for an employer your hands are sort of tied to a certain extent so. Right. There is a certain extent of things you can talk about and do and support. And sometimes it's not very appropriate. It's your employee. You can do this or that. So, um, you know, with the pandemic and everything, as many people, I went through some difficult times, end of last year and beginning of this. And there was a time that I decided that, that you know, it's time to move on and do something. Yep. Oh, I agree. It's the passion I have, right? Right. You have a passion to help women get their act together, basically. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) To help them. You can call it that way. I mean, I'm a mom. My children are all grown. I have seven grandchildren. 
And sometimes I can feel, because I'm very intuitive, I can feel my daughter's and my son's stress, especially Mm -hmm. my Mm -hmm. oldest. She has a corporate job. She's been in corporate all of her life since she got out of college. And sometimes she has two boys and sometimes it gets to her. And I had three kids. And when my kids were growing up, I was a single parent in a dual parent household. And your job, I would get home like five or six o'clock at night. I would stop. My work would stop, but my job didn't stop. I was still going, you know, moms keep going until you go to bed or you just collapse or the kids are finally in bed. And then you can maybe grab a cup of tea and have some time to yourself, which is, I think it's really important to make sure that you have some time for yourself. I had a colleague a while back when I was still on Facebook. Um, She got in touch with me and she says, Marilyn, how do you find time for yourself? I don't have any time for myself. I said, well, what are you doing with your hours? Well, I don't know. It it just goes away. And I said, you got to make a date with yourself in your calendar because when you put it in your calendar, it's a date. It's in there. It's (laughs) like cemented in your calendar. So have a date with yourself, you know, do something for you because if you're the nucleus of your family, which moms normally are, when you go down, when you go down, the whole family goes down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I remember the time I didn't see it that way. Right. Like when kids were small, it's just like, I never had time for myself. Yeah. I had coffee, but during that coffee, I would be thinking of all the things I have to do after that coffee right away. <laughs> it's just a nonstop, like a, a wheel of running. And I just didn't have that perception that me running myself down to the ground is not going to help anybody next year <laughs> when I'm like out of my wits. <laughs> I know. Right? So it's hard. We need to, yeah, we need to change that perspective. And it's uh, sometimes it takes somebody from outside sometimes. It takes an event in your lives. Unfortunately, not good events usually wake us up to that. Right. But, you know, so you, you, you need to change something. Do you, do you give your clients some um, homework to do? Um, how do you lift them up? How do you lift them up so they're feeling better? What do you do? Yeah, it's, it's, asking, it's asking questions, I feel, most of all. Uh, like from outside what you see without judgment, without judgment, right? Oh, yeah. Because we all been there. So just sometimes you listen what they say and I don't have time and I can do this. But then you from outside see the holes, but there's like all that chunk of time was wasted. Like you didn't really need to do that. I remember I've been always focused on cleaning. I had like a little OCD. It took me a while to get used to things being just like they are. So what? It's got to be there later. coming to visit me. Yeah. And there were little kids who always mess things. But there are these things that you don't see at the time and somebody else sees. And it's, it's conversations with the good questions. And if they do want assignments, oh, yes, I'm all for it. I have them. But many don't. <laughs> and I'm I call sure. assignment. I don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, you know, if they can just change just a little bit each time and show progress. You know, and get back it's, with you and say, I did this or I did that. I think that's really helpful because you sometimes, know you know they're making progress and so are you with that particular person. Yeah, so sometimes in conversations, you know, when you talk and uh, 
and you hear like you know they 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 might feel guilty oh it's all for me or something but really you just show them the other side like no actually it's for your other person you do, and they're like yes i'm gonna do it because it's for somebody else they feel better if they do it for somebody else not for themselves so it's like sometimes you feel them shift and it's so nice it's so nice to see when person's like oh yes okay i'll do it like i, I look for those sometimes it takes three conversations to to find something that will give them that little oh okay i see i see something right but well yeah and it it's, depends how open they are when you're taking time out for yourself friends it's not being selfish it's no. rejuvenating yourself. It's rejuvenating your mind and your body and your spirit. When my mom was alive and she died last year at almost 92, she, um, she would say to me, I didn't get anything done today. I said, so what'd you do? Well, I slept. Well, that's good. But Marilyn, I didn't get anything done. But you slept, you rejuvenated your body, you relaxed, you're now refreshed. And but she wanted to do gardening at 92, I guess. Well, I think she wanted to get more knitting done. She was beyond the right. garden. She loved to garden, but her knees got bad. And, you know, when yeah. when your body starts shutting down, when you're that age, mm -hmm. it it makes a difference. There's things that you can do. I mean, I'm having... You need the rest. Yeah, I'm having challenges now. So I've had to up my game because um, this past week, my grandkids were over because it was a holiday, two of my grandkids. And my oldest grandchild brought over a football that he had gotten <laughs> that weekend. Oh, this was a huge challenge for me. He says, Grandma, let's play football. Let's throw the football back and forth. Grandma doesn't know how to catch a football. <laughs> sort of throw it, yeah, but catch it. So I learned how to catch a football. And he learned how to catch a football better. And then he says to me, Grandma, why don't you run and I'll throw you the football? And the first thing I said was, Grandma does not run. I'm not running after this football. Catching it's one thing. But if I had put running in there, I mean, I was so sore that night, Irina. I, I felt like I'd been run over by a chuck. I felt like a marshmallow. It's like, just, just take the soreness away because it was muscles I hadn't used for a while. So, yeah, friends, you forgot you have them. Yeah, my body did. It's like, here, I'm here. You know, you worked me out today, so I'm going to let you know. And it was a challenge. Now, he was running, and I was throwing the ball, so I got better at throwing the football. I'll never say that I'm a quarterback or anything. I don't want to do that, but we had fun. And we ran around, and we swung on swings, and we did a lot of things in the backyard. And yeah. But that evening, it was like, I can't do life. I was, you know, so, so sore. You really, if you have been sitting around for a, a bunch of time during the day, it is time for you to up your game. And I'm upping my game. Like Irania said earlier, she wants to go for a walk later today. I think that's great. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll walk the same time you do. And, you know, we'll go out and do it together long distance. But having, Long distance? <laughs> why not? Yeah. So, Can walk. Yeah, and but also getting a partner to work with you, work out with you, help you out. Yeah. Um, we women don't do that. We just don't. And because uh, we are last in the list, right? We are. We always it's put children. Us, it's children. Work, it's family. husband, cooking, cleaning, yep. laundry. Yep. A cat, my cat, and then me. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I don't have any animals now, so. Um, 
but it makes a difference when you have other people that you're responsible for. I mean, I'm not always responsible for my grandchildren, but when I'm with them, yeah, I am. And I try to really up my game so I know when I'm not with them, that gives me time to up my game. So if, friends, if you're having, you know, problems moving around and stuff, I mean, sometimes if I haven't been doing a lot of movement and I sit on the floor, it's hard for me to get up. I mean, I'm no spring chicken. Um, I'll tell everybody, I'm 68 years old, you know, um, I'm getting You're up You're doing there. great. Well, <laughs> thank you. I've had to because I had to keep up with all these kids. Even my children who are in their late 30s, early 40s, even my children say, Mom, let's go do this. Let's go do that. They forget that I'm not 30. I'm not really 30 anymore. That I can't walk as maybe as fast as they do or run as fast as they do or whatever. So um, I don't know. It may, I think it makes a difference sometimes. But... Do do for okay. you up your game, up your yeah. game, and it that doesn't have to be a lot. No. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be an hour a day. Just start little, little, little changes help over time. It's all consistency. Right, right, right. It's trying to do it several times a week. Um, I don't have time to do it every day. I wish I did, and maybe I should put time. Uh, put time in my calendar every day to do something like that. I like to do yoga, but that's not going to help me with my, my, um, stamina. You know, it helps with stamina so much, but if you want to go out for a walk and your lungs aren't working so right, you know, because you don't have the stamina or you haven't been walking that much, it shows and you can feel it. Yeah. So, but I love doing yoga and meditation is good. Do you think meditation and journaling is good? Do you tell your clients to do that yes how whatever they're open to right they have to start with something that's interests them like i know that over the years i incorporate incorporated slowly into my life like 10 minutes meditation then i've added walking then i've added mindfulness now it's like a whole hour <laughs> in the morning but mm -hmm. that's why i don't post in the morning early like you were asking in the poll today <laughs> Because I have my own thing and I don't want to give it up. This is, this is important. Did I post early this morning? No. I posted no, what? But... Quarter to 12, quarter to, quarter to one. Some... I posted yeah. later. I don't, I don't post it's... early in the morning. Number one, I'm not a morning person and we had things to do this morning. So, and not being a morning person, occasionally I'm up early and some of my friends on LinkedIn who know that I'm not a morning person, they'll message me and say, what are you doing up? Well, I ran out of sleep. That happens. So, and I'm getting ready to write a new book. So I'll, my sleep pattern goes really funky. Mm -hmm. It's, it's erratic. The last time I finished writing a book, I wrote two books in one year. And the second book I wrote after I finished that book and press publish, it took me eight months to get my circadian rhythm back where I was sleeping you know, without interruption mm -hmm. and without waking up at night. And I was tired when I went to bed and I was relaxed and everything because I wake up in the middle of the night and the words start coming and I got to put them down so I don't forget them. Mm -hmm. So it yeah. takes a while when you torque out your circadian rhythm to get it back, but don't give up if you're doing that because it's mm -hmm. important. But I don't sell, I seldom post early in the morning, seldom. And I think, I think by 
posting at any time during the day, if you're on LinkedIn or if you're on any social media, it's important to post when you want to post. Because if you have a global network from people all over mm-hmm. the world, somebody's going to catch it. It's going to be there eight o'clock in the morning when it's your nighttime or something. So that's yeah, the way I look at sure. it. Especially when COVID started, it was, okay, so when do we really post? But who cares? Because <laughs> seriously, as long as you get it out. so. But the thing is too, you want to as you say, tailored to your time, because if you're going on two calls in a row, what's the point posting at nine? If you know you're not available to interact until 1230. Right. Right. That's kind of useless. You need to interact. That's the whole thing, right? You have to answer. Otherwise you neglect your followers and they're going to just shrug and not come next time. Well, That can happen. Sometimes I don't get back. I let it ride for a little bit to see who's commenting and because I don't want to have to constantly go back and back and back. So um, having said that, sometimes I'll let it, like the poll that I put out earlier, I closed my computer and just I let it ride for a little bit because then I can get back on and I can answer everybody rather than having yeah. to go back and then do something else. And cause I've done that before, yeah. you know, and you wind mm-hmm. up living on social media and we have other things to do. There's other things besides prioritizing social media. our things. That's the main thing, right? right. This is the main goal. Prioritizing. And, and you know, it's, it's important to, to, um, unplug. Oh, yes, know. definitely. That walk is yep. unplugged. Yep. Yep. And it's, the only reason why I'm taking my phone is if something happened to me and I'd have to call my husband and say, come get me. Remember when you're walking, when you are traveling with your two feet or when you're cycling, whatever you're doing, you got to have enough energy to get back. And some people forget. It's true. Irene. Some people forget about that. Why do you go? 30 <laughs> kilometers. Um, well, sometimes I would go kind of far. I mean, I used to cycle a hundred miles a day years oh, ago wow. for several days wow. a week. Yeah. When I was going through a difficult time. So, um, cycling really helped me. Um, oh yeah. But you got to remember friends, if you're walking a mile, you got to make sure you've got that energy to walk that mile back, which some people forget. <laughs> Or they have to sit down in a park bench or just sit on the sidewalk or whatever they need to do. But, um, yes, you got to remember that. Think about your body. How's your body functioning? You know, are you happy? How how are you when you wake up in the morning? True. And, you know, I know. What you can take on today, right? Every day is different. Maybe yesterday you were perfectly fine. Today is a little bit sluggish. Maybe you shouldn't be walking 5K. (laughs) (laughs) maybe not, but I normally don't walk that far, but I'm, my goal is just to walk up and down the road a little bit right now. Um, and I count. It's also perfect. Sorry. No, that's okay. I also count riding, walking from my, um, walking from my driveway down to the road. My driveway is not that long, but walking, I count that that's walking. So every step I can go into the grocery store. Do you have step counter on your watch? I used to, but you want to know something? I got so anal about it. 
I'm better off not to know how many steps I have because I got so anal about it. And that's what happens to me that I'm looking at all the steps and I don't have enough steps in and all this. It's, it's like, that's not a good thing for me. Like going mm-hmm. on, I was on Weight Watchers years ago and I was on the point system where you could do this. Well, if you eat something that's not really nutritious, you can use your points to go exercise and you can use those points as exercise to get it, you know, to equalize what you're doing in Weight Watchers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, basically. Mm-hmm. And I got so anal about that and I'm thinking, no, I'm just going to do my thing. I have a, I eat on a smaller plate. I'm really watching what I'm eating because I do have a sugar issue that I'm dealing with and mm-hmm. um, I have a glucose issue. And... Mm-hmm. So I'm being very mindful of what I'm eating, not doing what I affectionately call the seafood and eat it plan where you see food and you eat it. Um, so, so you're very competitive, I guess. I with am. All the I'm, com- and- <laughs> I'm competitive against one of those fit, you know, those fit things you put on your wrist, whatever they're called. My daughter gave me one a couple years ago and it was great, but I was watching it all the time. It, I was looking at that mm-hmm. more than I was my phone. And how many people do not let their phone go. I don't have my phone in my hands. How many people, it's part of your hand. It's part of your appendage. How do you feel when you leave your house and forget your phone? Naked? You ever thought of that? Oh my God. A bit bit uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But I make myself to live with it. I don't go back. If I do forget, I'm like, no, I can survive. Let's go. I've left my phone in the car before when I've gone in stores. Like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So because... I'm, I am competitive and because I watch that fit thing, um, Fitbit, is it called a Fitbit? I think that's what it's called. And, um, I just don't wear it because it drives me crazy. I'm looking at that more than I'm looking at my phone or doing work on the, on the computer and I'm getting ready to start a new book, which just last night, I finally got the title for it. So I get up at one thirty in the morning, and I'm writing things down, and I got the title, and I'm getting ready okay. to rock and roll on Great. that. Because people say, well, what are you going to write about? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> Something self-help. So it just came to me. And it's like, that's what it's going to be. So, you know, you yes. have to prioritize. Do you help people prioritize yeah. their lives, Irina? Well, that's that's those little habits I try to, you know, Instill encourage people. them to build. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because that will take them thinking what's his priority, right? Like not actually telling them, oh, you need to fix your priorities. Mm. Yeah. They're not receptive to that. But, uh, you know, if you just talk about like how how this will help you if you put five minutes over here and how can you prioritize something else over like this over something else right? To give yourself five minutes, then you can manage 10 and hopefully you will get to 20. 20 minutes to yourself is pretty good place to be. A lot of times, 20 minutes. a lot of times, 20 minutes is hard to find as busy as we are. So that's yeah. why I put it in my calendar mm-hmm. and I stick to it as best as I can. Unless I get a and you can combine things. Like when you go for a walk, you can practice your mindfulness during walk. Right. right. And you can practice even there is a walking meditation. I don't do it. but How can you walk and meditate? Well, there is. There is 
There is specifically like people do that. I, I you don't. You can't close but, your eyes when you're walking. No, no but it's specifically good. called that. So I do like like being mindful. Mindfulness. You know, like being yeah. in the moment. Like when you walk, you look at leaves. You know, like a little kid and say, oh, look at that. You watch. <laughs> Instead of running problems, right? Because nature so, is beautiful. And mm-hmm. when we're inside, we don't see the nature. Unless we've opened up our curtains and opened up our windows and... Um, you know, I'm, I'm an herbologist, so I have a lot of herbs in my garden and I had some tomato plants that didn't quite make it, but I got to, yeah, well that happens, you know, but I have another tomato plant when my husband and I were on vacation last month, my daughter was coming over to take care and water my plants outside. And one of my tomato plants, when I got back, there was nothing but stalks, something had eaten my tomato plants and it was a pretty tall tomato plant and it's like okay and then a week or two later I was gonna get rid of it and then a week or two later my intuition said no just let it ride just see what's going and there's leaves coming out again it's making new branches and everything so I'm just gonna leave it and see what it does and there's hope there's hope and I talk to it you know people say talking to plants talking to plants playing lovely music to plants and don't play hard rock there have been they've done studies scientists have done studies plants don't like hard rock they don't like all that metal that heavy metal stuff that my kids used to listen to when they were younger i don't know if they still do but but that was in the 80s and the 90s you know it's like 20 2021 now when i think about yes when i think about yeah yeah, and when I think about my son, will be 40 in February. It's, where'd the time go? You know, and if you have kids that are growing up, savor those moments. Oh, my gosh, savor those precious moments. When my grandchildren are over, I'm always savoring those moments mm-hmm. with them. Even playing Too bad football. we get wise later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because eventually they're going to be having lives of their own. They're going to be dating. They're going to be, I don't have time for you, Grandma. So... You got to take the good time that you have now while they're little and, um, you know, be with them. Take time for them. When when my daughter asked me to watch the kids, I try to stop my day for the day to help her out so I can play with them. So it's a win-win situation. Even with my other daughter, my other daughter lives about a 20-minute drive from me, and she has three kids. And... um, She's homeschooling her five-year-old. She has a five-year-old son, a three-year-old daughter, and an eight-month-old little boy. Yeah, she's got her hands full. And she homeschools the five-year-old. So I'll go down and I'll work with the three-year-old. Last time we colored and I do whatever she wants to do, short of. I caught her that day. She was yelling, Grandma, Grandma. And she's hanging from the top of the bunk bed. And she's hanging down. It's like, help me. help!" It's like, how'd you get there? Yeah, how'd you do that? The ladder's three foot from you. How did you do? Yeah, I don't know. It's like, please don't do that. You scare me. So, just being with the kids and having fun and playing games or going out and looking at leaves or whatever, swinging on a swing—that's yeah. what's fun. And yeah. being with being with my adult children. Yeah, I savor those it's, moments it's, too. I think people—it's it's hard, like. Sometimes, like, if your daughter has little children, it's a lot of routine, and you have to stick to it because it helps them, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
yeah, it's it's challenging, but it's good to have the people who keeps telling you, oh, but you don't forget to enjoy it, right? Yeah, right. It's not all work. She is one, that is one day when I get up to go see her. I get up early because we do things in the morning. I mean, sometimes I'm there at nine o'clock in the morning, so I have to leave here like 830. I'm not quite awake, but I drive. You I know, kids think. are up at 530, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. My son still wakes up early and he's almost 40. So yeah, I have some that I have some kids that don't quite wake up early enough. Sometimes that was nice, but he always woke up early. He was a morning person. So, but you know, it's all in how you're scheduling. It's all what you're doing. And Mm -hmm. sometimes if you don't get something done, it's okay. It'll be there. Yes. Don't beat yourself. Yeah. Don't Don't beat. beat yourself up. You know, I'm very mindful when I walk because I don't want to fall because I'm at that age. You fall, you're done. You know, they want to take you to the hospital. And it's like, no, I'm not going there. But, um, Oh, that's good. Keeps you mindful, right? Right. It keeps, keeps you going. And so I'm very mindful of where I put my feet, like going to the grocery store. I can't stand to get stuff on the bottom of the shelf that I need because I have to squat down. And to me, going to the grocery store is like, it's a physical exercise for me. So when I go, I know I'm getting aerobics because I'm up and down and I'm squatting and then I got to push myself up. And I looked at my husband one day when I was squatting, I said, this is too physical for me, but I'm not one that's going to do the curbside or have them deliver it to me because I want to pick my own food out. I I personally do not want people fondling my vegetables. It just does not work for me. You know, Mm -hmm. picking my own, I want, I like to choose my own stuff. And in fact, Mm -hmm. a couple months ago, I did a poll on that. Do you like to go to the grocery store? Do you do delivery or do you get curbside? 80% 80 percent of the people still go to the grocery store yeah 80 percent yeah and to me that's time where I'm trying to relax sometimes I don't like to go to the grocery store but I like to relax when I'm going to the grocery store I like to read labels you know with Mm -hmm. little kids how can you read labels when you're going to the grocery store it's almost impossible you know, to look at the bot back of something and read a label. Am I right? And that causes anxiety and stress, right? Yeah, people, yeah, it's uh, when child, like children, people shop with kids and I see them sometimes say, oh, don't struggle. It's okay. They want to touch something, you know, <laughs> but kids run around and, and, you know, we as parents feel embarrassed and want to, you know, just stay strict over here. But they're kids. And wow. everybody understands. People rarely get upset. It's just in our mind that my kids yeah. have to behave. Like, I mean, how if, does it reflect on If me? you're a grandmother or if you have kids that are older, you understand because you've been there. You've been there with a yeah. the kid getting out of the cart. My son sometimes would crawl out of the grocery cart and he'd go hide. One time he hid between the dog food, the big bags of dog food. And it was a chaotic day for me that day. I'll never forget it as if it was just yesterday. Um, oh, yeah. You know, my youngest was a baby and he was, they're 19 months apart. Friends, don't do that, please. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. So, and my, my oldest was four and she had her little grocery cart and it was, I mm-hmm. was going, I was freaking out. And then I, yeah. I just turn one second and he's not in the cart 
And my other dog, my oldest is pointing and you can see his feet going like this. So I'll never forget that day. That was like the most chaotic day. If they had had pickup then, I would have said, yeah, I'm doing pickup. But that was in the 80s. And that was gosh, <laughs> yeah. almost 40 years ago, you know? So, yeah. So how, how can you, what type of tips can you give people to get them to get in touch with you? Just give a little snippet. Uh, it's best on LinkedIn because just like yourself, I'm mainly there. I do have Facebook, but I have like six friends there. I don't really <laughs> do anything. It's actual my real friends, but I talk to them over the phone. <laughs> so LinkedIn it is. I do have a website as well. If you Yeah, what's your website? It. What is your website? It's um, www.esomcoaching. E-S-O-M coaching. It stands for Elevated State of Mind Coaching. Ah, I like that. Esom Coaching, yeah. E-S-O-M Coaching dot com. Is it dot com? It's dot com? Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. it is dot com. Okay. It's not, it's not, there's like nothing fancy there, but you can read a bit about what I do. And uh, direct messaging in LinkedIn is like the best way. I always, I'm always there pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, right now I do um, open the group. You know, on LinkedIn, I'm trying to organize the private group for people who want some support for like pretty much no fee. It's not one-on-one sessions, but there is going to be a lot of support I plan to provide, Uh, like not just tips and articles, but uh, to also get on call and practice some things, practice some breathing, some mindfulness, some meditation, talk about you know, gratefulness. How can you be grateful when everything sucks? <laughs> you know, yeah. that would be a good article for you to write, Irenia. How to be grateful when your life sucks, when everything sucks? Because I've been there. I think we've all been yeah. there. Um, yeah. I try how not to find that. There's been times when I've woken up when I was younger. It's like, do I really have to make it through this day? And my intuition said, yeah. yeah, you got to do this. You got little kids, you got to do this. It's not easy. Yes. We all yes. have bumps in the road. It's mm-hmm. how you manage to move through those bumps that will help That's you correct. get get to the next, you know, to the next level. And I'm sure you've been through some of that because in order to help Absolutely. coach people, you got to understand, you know, that, you know, where they are it now. and where they are and you understand it. Like when, a yeah. When a, you know, a mom would say, oh, I'm so sorry that my kid ran in front of you. It's like, uh, it's okay. I got kids of my own. It's no big yes. deal. So. Yeah, you have to know where, where the person is. Like you have to have that feeling, not just, uh, you know, that you read about it, but to know exactly how it feels. And then you're not going to be judging because you know how it feels. You know where they are. And they just can't see the other side at the moment. So, you're there to listen and to try to help them to get to that other side. But there is nothing you can push. Uh, there is nothing you can make them see. Just being there and, and saying it's going to go over. Like, I know I've been there, right? And uh, if you just open to hear the point, I will give you what I see. But you have to be open uh, to see that there is something else, that there is a, a reason or a purpose. And it's not always going to be. 
you know, as as dark or, you know, frustrating or whatever it is. And I do talk a lot about forgiving yourself. I had a huge problem with that. I have no problem forgiving others. It's all great. But for yourself, it was tough. <laughs> it was like a, long, a lot of work to forgive myself um, some things. Yeah. To get healthy with your mindset and to, because when you're feeling good, you're, you start healing what's ever going on in your body, even if you don't know something that's going on in your body. And yeah. do you agree with that? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. And like, I don't know, people don't like to talk about the energies and things like that, but it's all connected. Like, it's not simple. Like we think, oh, we have this body and, you know, and we're just going to pop a pill and everything's going to go back. If your mind is not there, your heart is not there, your energy is not there, you know, like what you attract, like, because you think and you attract energy to you. Even like with all this LinkedIn people and other people, like it's all started with me thinking differently. And then you see other things that you never seen before. It's like your eyes open to the different thing. Because Yep. Your mind subconsciously looking into things. Like I look for negative, I find negative. That's I right. Look for positive, I see positive. Because right? what you put out there, you get back. The late Wayne Dyer said, what you think about expands. If you're going to think about, if you yeah. wake up in the morning, you say, well, I'm going to have a crappy day because it's raining. You're going to have a crappy day because it's raining. You're going to have That's a right. bad day. That's just it. If you get up and say, man, I am amazing and I'm going to do this today and I'm going to do that and I'm going to be a success today, even with something small, you're going to do it. Like for me, cooking, I'm not the greatest cook, I'll be honest with you. And sometimes I don't have the patience. God has been teaching me patience for quite a while. I'm not always a patient person. And I mean, I've been cooking things in the, in the kitchen because it helps, believe it or not, it helps calm me down and it helps it helps me get into a different focus, into a different frame mm -hmm, of mind, mm -hmm. knowing that I'm cooking something healthy, that it's mm -hmm. going to be delicious. And earlier this week, I started, I had a squash that I had to cut open and get the seeds out and it was organic. So I saved a lot of the seeds so I could plant them later. And I started cooking 4.30 that afternoon for a 6.30 meal. So because it takes a while to bake squash. Yeah. In the yeah, and it takes a while to prep things. Right? It does. It does. But that's again can be that's your beautiful, mindful moments to maybe stop dwelling on other things, right? And well, sometimes, right. don't you like to make up a recipe? Just add your own stuff to the recipe, right? When I really <laughs> am creative, which that <laughs> that's not always. I have some friends who are chefs and. <laughs> They say, oh, Marilyn, you have to try this, you have to try that. And several years ago, I did a, a video with a friend of mine who is a chef, and we were working with granola and chocolate, and we were making this dessert. And I had to take mm -hmm. this granola and chocolate and all this texture stuff and pat it into um, muffin tins or muffin cups. I don't like getting that stuff on my hands, and I just had to put my big girl pants on and do it. I couldn't wait till that segment was over so I could go wash my hands. because <laughs> It was like playing in the dirt, and I'm, I'm a girl. I don't want to play in the dirt, you know. So it's 
somehow. I'm not much of a baker, but I like to experiment with food sometimes. Well, my daughter's just to make up my own thing. My daughter's the baker. You know, she does a lot of cooking and baking, and I learned from her. And she's the one that's that she's the one that's motivated me. She doesn't realize it, but I told her one day. I said, "You're the one that's motivating me to do this because when I go down to her house, we're in her kitchen and we're repairing lunch or something, and it's not it's not putting peanut butter and jelly on a sandwich. It's it's mm -hmm. creating a meal with sweet potatoes or and a salad and you know a, a rice or quinoa or whatever or tofu and yeah that there's so much we can learn from each other there's always yeah there's always something to learn it's it's a good thing about life you don't mm -hmm. have to be stagnant and and close just in your own circuit and always running the same patterns so. now i do look yes. at recipes i do go by recipes i can comprehend them um <laughs> When, when I'm not tired, if I'm tired at night, I can't do anything. When I start reading at night and the words are just words and they're not, I'm not computing them. It's time to close mm -hmm. the book and go to bed or on the computer. It's, I don't, mm -hmm. I'm trying to not look at the computer for, for at least 40 minutes before I go to bed. So it's easier for me to sleep. I do have blue light glasses, mm -hmm. but still it does, it wreaks havoc on your, your brain and the EMFs and all that. Um, so, but yeah, when I'm not comprehending at night, that's the time for me to go to bed. So I don't do any cooking at night, you know, after, after nine o'clock at night. Some people do, I guess. That's what they want to do. They're night people. I'm sort of a midnight, not midnight. I'm sort of a mid-evening person. I'm normally in bed by 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock the latest. And mm. yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll once I get up. Sometimes I sleep in which is kind of nice, but sometimes I got to get up early. So, but my, bi For those little ones. <laughs> well, yeah, when they're here, but my biological clock doesn't really start rocking and rolling until 10 o'clock in the morning. So when mm -hmm. I had a practice, I didn't have a patient until 10 o'clock in the morning. So very seldom did I have one sooner than that. That's your prime time. That is my prime time. You got it. That is my prime time. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm just hopeful and grateful and thankful that you all are with us today as I, my guest is Irina Horacheva and she, that was good. I did good, huh? <laughs> She's from Ukraine, but she lives in Toronto. Yeah. So we're still global friends. We're still global, which is kind of fun. And I want to welcome you all at the last yeah. segment to Healthy Living with Marilyn. I want to thank, you know, the more I talk to Irenia and the more I see her in the um, LinkedIn group that we're in, it's, I'm really getting to know her and getting to know how she can help you if you are struggling with anxiety or stress. You know, 90% of the people who go to the doctor, they're really sick. They really are. But the reason why they're sick is because they're not handling their stress. And it's so yeah, important. It's cost. And it can be very expensive if you're not handling your, your stress. A lot of people right now, because of the situation that we've been living in for the past, what, 20 months now, it's been mm -hmm. difficult for a lot of people. And a lot of people have hit rock bottom. Well, Irene is here to help you bring you up, to raise you up from that depths of despair. She and I. Oh, yeah, I've been at that. Yeah, I was. Rock I've been bottom. there too. Rock bottom. 
So we know what it's like at rock bottom. We also know what it feels like to get up, brush yourself off, and start all over again because you all can do it. You're all capable of doing this. So if you're having yes. if you're having issues and just can't, you know, you get up and go, got up and went, and you don't know where to turn, get in touch with Irenia. Um, can they email you? Is that a possibility? Yeah, my email is on my LinkedIn profile for sure. Okay. Can mm -hmm. you tell people who are not on LinkedIn what your email is? And they can put like TV show or radio yes. show in, in the subject so you know where it came from? Yes, absolutely. That's that's a great idea. It's um my email is caring hearts, but the hearts part is without the E. I couldn't get that email. So caring hearts at gmail.com. Yes. C A R I N G H A R T S at Gmail dot com. That's correct. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, get in touch with Irenia. She is here to help you. She is she has a great personality. She's laid back. Um, she's understanding, yeah, no, pushing. no pushing, no pushing. She's a great listener. You know, there's times when people call me on the phone and they just want to dump, you know, and complain, but sometimes my role is to sit there and listen. And sometimes you, this have is to a sit good start and, and it's yes. And it's a good start. Um, it's important to make your day the best day you can, you know, make it your best day ever, ever. Yeah. Because this is the only time you've got right now. I live in the now. I live right now talking to Irenia. That's yes. where I'm living. Do not live in the past. Who knows friends. what tomorrow brings, right, Marilyn? Exactly. Tomorrow, is tomorrow doesn't in come. In the eye my of mother, the beholder. Yeah, my mother used to say, Marilyn, tomorrow never comes. And it doesn't. It's always today. It's never promised. So you live in the now. Don't worry about the future, about the past. The past, it's done. It's history. Forget yeah, about for it. Sure. Put it in a jet and send it off. That's what I do when I'm meditating. If something comes in my head and I have told people when I've done meditation um, seminars, just put it in a jet and send it off. Sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes and, and don't we, stop. No, and don't, don't I, stop. Don't say like, oh, okay, that's it now. Like I've thought about something. Goodbye. Like, <laughs> cause that's a giving up too quickly. Yeah. Don't give up and don't stop. Keep moving forward. Keep taking one step at a time. One mm -hmm. step at a time. If you're a young mom, I'll tell you what happened to me when I was a young mom. This was over 40 years ago. My daughter was crying all day long was my first child and I had a migraine and her dad yeah. was at work. He wasn't much help oh. when they were growing up anyhow. And I decided, and that's all we did. I cried all day. She cried all day. And I had a, I had a migraine. I'll never forget this. I got nothing done. I was breastfeeding her. So I got nothing done, but changing her diaper and feeding her. That's all I got done. And I decided that evening that I was never going to have a day like that again. And I have not, to this day, not had a day like that. Yeah. And I decided I'm going to start fresh. So the next day I made my bed. And that was what I got done during the day and took care of her and nursed her. That's what I did. So the, next after, the day after that, I made my bed. I took a shower. Because sometimes when you're a young mom, you don't get a chance to take a shower. Oh, yeah. You know? 
Yeah. But it all comes from that decision. That's it. It's not going to be anymore. We're going to change something, right? And I kept adding things every day. And that's yes. what you need to do. Take baby steps. Mm-hmm. Baby steps. I'm all take for it. Yeah, that's what I say. Take baby steps. Because when yeah. you take baby steps, it's not overwhelming. But also, like, for me, building that um, that trust is a big thing. Like, it's hard when you connect. We had a couple talks with you before we get to, to here, right, to the show. Uh, it's it's hard for people to, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to sign up with Irina. Like, who is she, right? So I, I do provide, like, the different, like, um, the free complimentary sessions. And, and if it's just a venting session, that is okay because that lets a person know that I'm not there to judge, right? Right. I'm not going to jump and judge. Yeah, maybe I'm not very thrilled just to hear, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. But that's what, that's what I have to do at the moment because if I start saying, oh, hey, but look at that, look at that, that is not going to build any... Our relationship, right? So, right. In order to help, you need to build first that relationship and trust. And Absolutely. Then... So, get in touch yeah. with Irina. Get in touch with her. Her email is caringhearts at gmail. C a r i n g h a r t s at gmail. And what's your email? What's your website again? This is so cool. <laughs> www.esomcoaching com, which stands for Elevated State of Mind Coaching. There you go. So if your mind that's is... That's where we're going. That's right. So if you are really having an issue and you want to talk to somebody who's loving and caring and is a great listener, get in touch with Irina. She's also on LinkedIn. If you can't find her on LinkedIn, go to my LinkedIn and you can find her there. Um, she and I have been um, networking together for... A little bit of time, and it's been good. It's been yeah, really good. A couple months, probably. Yeah. 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 So um, I want to thank all of you for joining us today. And remember, when you wake up in the morning and your feet hit the floor, have an amazing day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Mm-hmm.